Hey, hello, and welcome to the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, on my new, brand spanking new PC that I just got. Uh, Tyler, let me tell you, man, got that ultra-wide monitor, playing games, I, I don't know if I can go back. I don't know if I can go back. Oh boy, yeah, how, how, how is that ultra-wide? Is it nice and sexy? Oh, dude, it's beautiful. It is, it's great. Uh... Some games aren't optimized as well for it as others, but, you know, that's just something we're going to have to work around uh, because for the games that are built around it, that, that have good settings for it, man, it's, it's great. I have so much space on screen. I can see so much more Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Game that is, what, over t 10 years old at this point? Uh, <laughs> it's... What's... What's something like when it's not supported? I mean, the the edges get a little bit... For me, it, yeah, it's like the edges around around the sides get a little bit blurry. Um, gotcha. At least that, that's the one case that I ran into. Uh, but, I mean, for the most part, it's, it's fine. Like, some games will just, like, create little black bars on the side because it doesn't support the wide resolution so it just cuts down the display to what you what it can can put out um right but yeah i mean it's fine but most game most games i've been playing have uh supported it so yeah that, that's nice. but, uh, how many fucking frames are you getting uh 144 <laughs> frames per second Ooh, damn yeah that's nice yeah Got that ray tracing, uh, nicely acquainted with, with Mr. Tracing. Uh, yeah. And this week, I'm drinking in celebration of PlayStation Studios' release of Horizon Forbidden West. I'm drinking Trogue's Hop Horizon IPA. Ha-ha! <laughs> I did see that got released. I have not tried it yet. Is it good? Yeah, it's good. I mean... I'm trying to figure out like how how different this is than other stuff they make. Maybe I'm just at the point where I've lost my taste buds. <laughs> yeah, I mean I don't know. Depends on what it is, I guess. Sometimes yeah, IPAs can blend together a little bit. Yeah. Um. But yeah. I mean, I. Other than that, I've been like uh, I've, I've been stressing myself out a lot this week. Well, not things have happened around me that have stressed me the fuck out. Uh. So, taxes. What do you know about taxes, Tyler? They are <laughs> a thing that is annoying, and you just gotta get them done. Yeah, well, uh, apparently I didn't get them done, like, in 2018, and just now, the uh, for, for my local taxes. It's not, not the okay. federal or state, but my local taxes. So, yeah, they're coming at me. And let me tell you how hard it is to try to track down documents from 2018. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure that's because I I, cer do. I certainly don't have a hard copy with me. Uh, mm. So yeah, I've been trying to get at the my former employer in 2018, and uh, it's not going so well. Uh oh, what are they just not cooperating, or they don't have it? So they sent me to their document services soft online uh, application. And they only have stuff going back to 2019. Ooh. So I don't think I don't think my former employer struck that deal with this document services company until 2019. But they didn't migrate over the 2018 stuff. So uh, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's shitty. Damn. So yeah, that basically, sucks. I'm at the point where I'm gonna have to just show up to uh, the office and hope to hell they have a copy locally somewhere. Right. Otherwise, I'm paying a fine up to $2,500. Ooh! Holy smokes. Yeah, which is probably more than I made in 2018 because that's the year I got back in the area and I only worked a part-time job for like a month. Right. <laughs> so right. that would be extremely cruel to to fine me more than I even made that year. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's, that's the government there yeah. when it comes to this stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm never I mean, making that mistake again. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Damn, that sucks, dude. Hey, I, I know if you... The thing is, it, it's it's really stupid because, you know, the first six years of my adult life, I just didn't have to worry about local taxes because my the taxes while I was in the military for local were exempt. 
So, gotcha. like, yeah. I do six years of my adult life doing taxes the same way. <laughs> and then I come back right. and guess what? We're going to fuck you in the ass, but wait a while until you've probably lost all the documents. <laughs> yeah. It's – we just, yeah. Uh, if you don't mail your local taxes out here, which – I mean, the whole thing's annoying – like, if you don't mail them out, they fine you, like, 50 fucking dollars. Yeah. Which is, like, just completely absurd. Yeah. Taxes are just dumb, man. Like, I mean, why do we have to do them? They know what the fuck we owe or they owe us. Like, <laughs> they fucking know. I don't so, know. So, here's, here's the thing. <laughs> Companies like TurboTax and H&R Block uh, have lobbyists that prevent the government from creating any kind of automated tax yeah. software. Yeah, I, I so, forgot about that. Yeah, which so sucks. Yeah. Hey, that, that's, uh, that's capitalism, baby. Totally not corrupt at all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and then the other thing that's made me melt, that made me melt down with this new PC is that I tried to get into my Final Fantasy XIV account. They locked me out of it. It was attached to an email that I... I didn't know which email it was attached to, and apparently it was like my Squarespace email, and I just Ooh. never used that. So I I kind of panicked and had them migrate that account to a different email. But then that email, I accidentally put a typo in it, so I'd be like, no, 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 let's do this other email. So, yeah, it's, uh, if, if you see any Final Fantasy stuff in our email address for this podcast, just, uh, you know, just ignore that. That's me. That's me. I'm gotcha. going to, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Yeah. Uh, because apparently Square Enix's account management stuff is awful as well. Yeah. That sucks. I couldn't remember uh, challenge questions. Like, I knew the answers to these questions, but I wasn't. I must have just not been typing them in the exact way I was. I typed them in like four years ago when I made this account. <laughs> yeah. Right. Ah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. So you don't have your main account, I guess, at all. Like, you haven't been playing with your characters you've had. Uh, no. I I got it migrated. T- I got the account migrated to the email address. Oh, yeah, okay. But, like, it's all weird because it's all connected to, like, my Steam account. I feel like if if I'm logged in through Steam, I should be able to just log into my account, no question. (laughs) Right, yeah. Because that's where the licenses are held. Oh, it's a whole fucking mess. Why does everything have to suck? (laughs) Uh, What would would happen if you lost all your shit? (laughs) Uh, I'd lose 1,010 hours of... uh, Of playing a game that I love very much and am not prepared to put another thousand hours just to get back to where I was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's a lot. Yeah. Uh, but thankfully, I, I have access now, and, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Maybe I just keep the account where it is because I know where it is. It's not going away anywhere. This podcast ain't going away anytime soon. Uh, I, don't, I don't think. At least it's I yeah. don't know. Things ha- you, you never know. I could be going to jail for tax fraud. Yeah. Except I'm not. I'm I'm trying very hard and I called them and they were like they were very understanding. They're extending the deadline they gave me. <laughs> okay. Uh but that's all that's been going on in my life, Tyler. I hope things have been a lot more chill <laughs> for you. <laughs> um not overly chill. It's been it's been a crazy week at work. A nice 12-hour day today. My brains just fucking melted um you know gotta love putting in those extra hours being a salaried employee oh yeah it's awesome so so it's been it's been a long week but you know i'm here i'm here a lot of a lot of a lot of f1 news this week too oh yeah just a lot of dropping at once yeah everybody's trying to overshadow ferrari's car launch <laughs> yeah thing about ferrari's car launch those fucking wheels the wheels that they t- that they put on that i think look awful <laughs> mm, i don't really notice the wheels i'm gonna, I'm gonna look at this they have you like, seen they that, look uh, like spare tires like it looks like they're uh, running yeah, on yeah. spares <laughs> yeah yeah I, I can see that now have you seen those fucking close-up shots of these side pods oh yeah oh Delicious. my god you could fucking I saw people saying you could put a fucking baby in there and give it a bath. Like, oh yeah, they're, be- they're beautiful. I'm sure someone will at some point, knowing yeah. how weird F1 is. Right. I'm kind of glad so far for all the 
real actual cars we've seen, not any Haas or Red Bull bullshit. Yo, the Mac- uh, I like the McLaren car. The, the McLaren yeah. livery is great. Mm. Yeah, the McLaren looks cool, but I, I like that pretty much all of these cars have been different. Mm. It kind of gets me a little excited, just because you never know what, what could work and what, what might not work. It could potentially change some shit up. We'll see. Yeah. It's kind of cool. How about uh, Michael Massey going? <laughs> I mean... There was no choice there, in my opinion. Yeah, and he still has a job at the FIA. It's not like they totally... Right, right. They were like, hey, uh, Michael, you can't be race director. We have another job for you, but like, we need to do this to satisfy some people. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, it's basically the F- and FIA. And it's, it's like, weird. They're going admitting. with... Yeah, they're going with two race directors that are going to alternate, which is, I'm sure, going to go over super well. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. There might not be that consistency. So, yeah, we'll we'll see on that. But it was, uh, yeah, th- there was really no other choice. And the FIA is basically admitting that, hey, what happened there? That shouldn't happen. <laughs> this dude fucked up. Yeah. You know, I th- like, I haven't even thought of this, but, you know, in hindsight, like super hindsight, he uh, could have closed the pits. Yeah, he could have yellow flagged. Like, I I'm not sure what the rule precedent would be, but like to avoid a situation like that, if you don't know if you're going to restart or not, you can close the pits so that yeah. uh, it's it's still fair. And if you wanted, even if he did the same bullshit thing he did, and Red Bull just weren't able to pit beforehand, that would have been a lot more fair. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean it's it's weird, man, for for sure. Oh well, that's enough. That's enough. We there there isn't even any racing going on. Testing, no. like testing is <laughs> is coming Very up very soon. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we don't get races until what the end of March. Uh, yeah, just about March twentieth. Yeah. Uh all right. Let's. Let's move on over to video games, what this <laughs> podcast is occasionally about. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I have some stuff to talk about with my new PC. Um, haven't really played much on PS4. So what, what, what I mean, PS5. Eh, PS4. <laughs> oh, you know, y'all should go just buy the PS4 version of Horizon Forbidden West and upgrade for free. Um, yeah. Because the pricing is stupid on that one. Yeah. Uh, but Tyler, what have you been playing? Um, not Horizon. Going to play Horizon tomorrow because I took off work. And it, and it does bear. Uh, like we didn't say this, but we're recording on a Wednesday, obviously. Uh, or Thursday. 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 Yeah. 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 Um. Yes. And so yeah, pretty pretty excited to get into it. It's for just kind of a lot of mixed things in a way, especially that the beginning of the game's like pretty slow to get through so anyway, just looking forward to it um also I'm, I'm gonna go see uncharted tomorrow night um because i took that sony promotion which in the end doesn't really make a lot of sense because they gave you know i spent ten dollars to upgrade uncharted and yeah. the ticket i bought was 1340 so they're losing money on that <laughs> but whatever um and then i have enough points on my regal card that i can basically get popcorn and a drink for free too so i'm basically going to go see uncharted and just pay for tax on stuff and i'm fine with that bro it's it's a psyop man they're trying to get as many uncharted fans in the theater mixed in with other people who are just going to see a movie yeah that's a strategy (laughs) yeah basically it's I'm I'm looking forward to it but i'm not like excited about it i'm just more just curious i want to see what what sort of train wreck it potentially is um so yeah otherwise i have just played far cry 6 and that's that's pretty much it i've finished the second area moved on and started the third and final one so i'm coming down the home stretch i got about 15 more missions left in the game um which is still it's still going to take me a, a little bit to get through but just trucking along um not too much like the story once again, they just don't really use the villain as much as they always hype these games up to to be with that, which is a little disappointing. Um, I would say Giancarlo Esposito's performance is fine, but it's nothing crazy that he hasn't done before. 
um, in in other like villain roles that he's played as his story has progressed. And um, yeah, it's I mean it's it's a fine game. I mean, doing the main missions are kind of fun because they can be kind of different, but otherwise you're kind of doing the same thing for like thirty hours. I mean, it's a Ubisoft Far Cry game. I don't know what I was expecting, but mm. yeah, the game though. At least the second area I was in just continues to just blow me away visually, though. I gotta gotta admit that. I mean, not that Far Cry games haven't looked bad. I've always thought they've been pretty, but this one's definitely the prettiest. I mean, it is really, really beautiful in, in a lot of areas. And I think I just kind of like, you know, being in this world is, even though it's not a very happy place to be. I did a, a special mission where I had to defend Danny Trejo, who was making tacos. And apparently they're the baddest, best tacos in, in the fucking land. Oh, and the yeah. military was trying to, to kill him, to take his recipe. So I had to defend him at like a fucking zoo park sort of thing, where there's alligators everywhere, but then they're sending fu- fucking helicopters at you to steal the taco recipe. I'm like, this is this, this is actually kind of awesome. That's so stupid, but I like it. Yes. <laughs> I know that that's that's my thing. I'm like, this is so amazing because <laughs> it's so dumb. That's the thing. This game's just kind of very dumb. I had I've I finally because this is just a Far Cry staple have had uh, a mission or two recently where I've been drugged up by someone and there's weird illusions happening and you know all sorts of weird Far Cry stuff that that hasn't really happened so far yet. So I'm like, ah, yep. There it is. That's a that's a Far Cry game. Mm. So, yeah, that's that's it. So, trucking along with that, almost almost done with it. Uh, I'll probably play a lot of Horizon tomorrow, and then probably just hop back to Far Cry to finish it, and then get back to a couple other things like Psychonauts too. So, games are happening though, for sure. Mm. What you what you got? Well, other than Final Fantasy XIV, one quick thing with Final Fantasy XIV, when you go with this ultra-wide high-resolution monitor, the UI gets big, too. (laughs) So I have these buttons that are probably... I have buttons on screen that are bigger than, like... Like about as big as a bottle cap on my screen holy, and I'm like holy smokes I don't need that button to be that big <laughs> but I yeah. mean thankfully they do have some scaling stuff in there so I, I managed to scale the, the UI elements down but yeah like default it, it looked very chunky like big yeah. big old chunky UI elements um, yeah really really having fun with that uh, the thing also with Final Fantasy 14 is that all your settings are local so since I was on my new PC, like, there was so much stuff I had to do. Like, all my hot bars were reset, so I had to set all my hot bars again. And, uh, yeah, all my gear sets were done, so I had to go manually equip weapons and then op- and then put my gear on for each class and then save those gear sets again. It was a whole mess. Just a whole yeah. goddamn mess. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm having a fantastic time on this new PC, and guess guess what? Guess what I played? Hmm. Is it a graphically, like, impressive game? Yes. It also had an update this week. Oh, Cyberpunk. Yep. <laughs> yep, Cyberpunk okay. 2077. Yeah, how's it, how's it look? How's it play? Uh... It looks really good. Like, the ray tracing, mm-hmm. like, visually, it is it is incredible. Um, some moments get a little bit framey. Okay. But that's when, like, they're trying to do, like, water stuff. Uh, and, like, just some, just some like, really high-processing heavy, heavy stuff. Um, but, just, like, moment-to-moment gameplay has been pretty smooth. Uh, and, yeah, I mean... It runs okay. good. it runs pretty good now. I mean, good. it's like over a year after that game's released, but it finally runs good. Yeah. Uh, there's a new patch for the console versions of those games. I have no idea how those run. 
Yeah, I've I downloaded the PS5 version of the game because I bought the PS4 version. For, it's a a free upgrade. Surprisingly, and it's funny to say, uh, it was very easy to upgrade this on PS5 when you know it's just been a mess with these upgrades. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I've downloaded. I'm I'm ready to to check it out now because it, it does even seem like the PS5 version of the game is actually pretty okay, pretty solid. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily like the driving in the game, but I'm, I'm kind of picky when it comes to driving in video games. Yeah. Uh, right. I, <laughs> I'm with you. I don't, I don't like the driving in Far Cry at all. Yeah. <laughs> but you and I like. I mean, we like racing games, so. Yeah. I mean, you know, we'll feel that way. I haven't played any of the Ubisoft racing games, but all of, every Ubisoft game that has had driving, I haven't liked the driving. <laughs> so. Right. Yeah. Didn't they update the... I mean, I guess we can probably just get into this news story, in a way. Um, didn't they update the driving with this patch? Like, I think they made the cars, like, feel weightier, I well, guess. I don't have any idea how the game felt okay. beforehand, because I played it in December of 2020, <laughs> was the last right. time I played this. Yeah, um, right. But, yeah, like, I mean, driving, I mean, I've only had the first car you drive, so I'm not sure yeah. how all the cars handle. Um, I don't necessarily like the default driving controls on the keyboard. Uh, driving on a keyboard's weird, too. Maybe that's maybe that's the problem. Maybe the problem mm-hmm. is me trying to use a keyboard to drive a car. But then again, I've done Trackmania just fine. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I got through uh, to the part where the game actually opens up. I got through to the late title screen. Um, and, yeah, that's pretty much where I left off last time I played the game in December. So <laughs> I'm pretty much back where, where I was then. Um, I'm just generally uh, just trying to get a feel for, like, what this game has to offer. There's some interesting... There are interesting mechanics that I might have explored if this game ran worth a shit. To a year and a half, or a year and a few months ago, <laughs> right? So you think you're gonna stick with it? Look, at least see more of it. I'll see more of it. I'm not sure when, because I on. my work schedule is like yeah, I work like six of the next seven days. So right. plus Elden rings out. Plus Elden rings yeah, out when soon. I get on, on the <laughs> other end of that. <laughs> so right, yeah, yeah. Not sure if I I'm think good. it. Good. Oh, not sure if I'm going to play Elden Ring on PC either um, because of, you know, some of the security stuff that has come up. Oh, yeah. I, I saw the headline, but I have not read into it. What's going on with that? Uh, so there was a hack on the Dark Souls servers, Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3, I believe, uh, where they could actually manipulate the hardware in your PC. Ooh. So they Ooh. could melt, they could fucking fry your motherboard if they yo to yo that ain't that ain't good get over your <laughs> cpu they can fucking they can fuck with your shit through uh their online netcode and like the rumor was they were using the same netcode for elden ring so hopefully they get that patched up uh but i'm not taking a chance i'm probably just gonna play on ps5 yeah yeah no do blame me there I, it makes me wonder if they would even delay the pc version mm. until they get that fixed or something no, I Which mean, would suck for those people, but you know that's that's not something you want at all. <laughs> no, I mean worst case scenario, you, you just play the game offline, but that's not the ideal way to play these games. Yeah, yeah, uh, right. A, a part of the experience, like a, a lot of what some like the some of the worst Souls fans ignore is that part of the experience is playing multiplayer and bringing in people to help you if you need it. Uh, like the multiplayer experience of the Dark Souls games have has been largely ignored by like, the mainstream, like, opinion of the Souls games. Right. But yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, Elden Ring when I eventually get to play video games again. I've been kind of st- too stressed out to really uh, branch out <laughs> and play other games at the moment. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty much all I've got. Right on, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm very, very excited to check out Cyberpunk. Yeah. This new release. You know. Maybe it's... maybe you should have held off playing Far Cry 6. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I know. I'm going to 
have Far Cry 6 and Horizon, and then I might play Cyberpunk after that in terms of, like, big games, big long games, but, yeah, yeah well, I don't know, we'll see, but I'm looking forward to it. They ended up, so just a couple other changes they made, they reworked the Perk Trees, apparently, um... They made the AI smarter. <laughs> mm, yeah, Which is I mean, one thing I do kind of remember in combat scenarios when the game launches, like, what is going on with this AI sometimes? Um, I mean, I wouldn't call it intelligent yet, uh, but it's it's definitely better than I remember. Mm-hmm, right. Um, crowds are better. Uh, pretty much seems like it's almost like what they kind of showed off way back when. Um yeah, traffic is better. The map. Um, gigs don't reveal their type, uh, which is interesting. Economy's been fleshed out. And, uh, yeah, you can change your appearance, all sorts of stuff. So lots of other changes they announced, too. That's just kind of some of the highlights. But, yeah. yeah 60 I... frames, 4K on, on um, PS5. Yeah, sounds It's good. almost like this. this was the real launch date for this game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we have yet to see if. I mean, I'm sure a week from now there will be a bug compilation tra- compilation trash fire video. <laughs> uh, but uh-huh. like, I mean, I hope I hope it does well. Yeah, me too. For all the problems that are in cyberpunk, just as a genre in general, I hope uh, I hope this game satisfies the people who are looking. Who were looking to play it in 2020. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I saw one other quick story about Cyberpunk is that the new crowd AI that is in this next-gen update, new patch, um, was literally, like CD Projekt Red said, it was too much, too powerful to bring to the PS4 and Xbox One versions, which makes sense. You know, just looking at it now uh, compared to those versions of the game, which, you know, is is a total bummer. I mean, I'm not... It it makes sense that they toned it down. I mean, it doesn't really excuse it. It really makes you wonder what what the fuck happened there that they thought that they were going to launch this game on those consoles. I know, Uh, I know. Like, did did it just... Did they forget about all the things they were putting into the game? (laughs) And did right. they not, like, look at what the console was actually capable of before, like, making these decisions? I mean, it's it, it really makes the people, like, in charge at CD Projekt Red look a little bit silly. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, I think it's time to get into the other news. I mean, we have immediate um, an immediate connection here to a new story. There's, uh, people have left... Uh, CD Projekt Red. People have, uh, people who have worked on t- Cyberpunk and The Witcher Three, have left to create a new studio called Rebel Wolves, and they're creating a next-gen RPG. I don't like the, I don't like the term next-gen right now, <laughs> but like, yeah. I mean, we're in it. I feel like we're properly in it. We cannot call the PS5 and Xbox Series next-gen anymore. Right. I don't. I don't know about you. What What's your opinion on that? It feels weird, for sure. Um, we'll, we'll get used to it. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's really not next gen though, right now. Yeah. But yeah, no. I mean, this is cool. It seems like they want to do like a CRPG, which is oh. interesting. Oh. Um, oh. They said so in their, this in is, their statement here. This is um, a me game. <laughs> Yeah, they said uh, part of a quote out of their statement here is, we want to evolve the CRPG genre by creating unforgettable stories and stirring deep emotions, all while working a tightly knit team united by a shared goal and ambition. Mm. So CRPG coming from, you know, CD Projekt Red could be, or, you know, from people that worked there for a while. I mean, that could be kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean... They haven't necessarily made this type of game, uh, uh-huh. but I'm, I'm curious to see what their take on it is. Yeah, me too, me too. Because, I mean, it's clearly CD Projekt Red, I mean, even with Cyberpunk being a little 
fucked up. A little fucked up. Very fucked up at launch. Like, they have very much evolved in the storytelling category, um, especially with Witcher 3. I mean, I, I love that story. I loved a lot of the side stories, how they affected the world, how everything kind of wove together. So if they brought any of that sort of stuff into a CRPG, I mean, that could be, that could be very cool. We're just rearranging some things in here uh, because, you know, CRPG we're both looking forward to ain't coming this year. Ah, yeah, that's Baldur's kind of Gate out. 3 will likely be released in 2023. So, Tyler, we need to figure out a co-op game after uh, It Takes Two that we're going to play together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we definitely do. Um, yeah, this one kind of bummed me out. I mean... Of course, you know, take all the time you need, but, uh, man, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this game. It looks cool. It's, uh, you, you know, launched in early access in 2020, I think, right? Yeah. And, you know, they've been updating the game, but also been just kind of quiet with it. And I really would have thought that this year would have probably been the year. I mean, last year didn't really make sense, I think, to, to launch the game or, or were people really expecting it, but, you know. 2023, sure. They're saying, uh, though, it almost sounds like they're targeting like an early 2023 from this quote here, which uh, makes me happy. You know, it's not like there's going to be no no games to play. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I I have a lot on my plate right now, so I don't I don't I don't need this right now. Y'all take your time. Yeah, I mean, I know that this sucks for a lot of people who have been looking forward to it, and like, I think some of the early access stuff has been a little bit frustrating because some of the updates uh, make saves unplayable. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. like, even playing in early access isn't really ideal for the people looking forward to this game. Right. All right. Yeah, but man, I'm I'm ready to play through it with you when it launches. But Tyler. Won't you be busy playing Dead Island 2? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Apparently Dead Island 2 is coming next year as well. Um, yeah, I mean, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> Just cancel the fucking thing. No, like, no one wants it anymore. Just cancel it. <laughs> I know, I opened up our google sheet that we use to put links into and i saw you put this in there and i'm like what the fuck like i literally thought that because I, I didn't see this story at all and i was like no fucking way and yeah i mean this kind of comes from a uh, q a from the embracer group which said that they're expecting the game in the next uh financial year uh which would be after uh, March 31st of this year. So very bizarre because this game's just, they has been dead for so long, no pun intended. And literally we haven't even heard or seen anything other, other than the occasional update of like, nope, the game is not dead. We're still working on it. But man, I mean, they announced it in 2014 E3. I mean, it's going to be almost a decade if this game comes out this year. It's fucking nuts. I just... I, I don't know who is in charge of, like, making decisions about this ki these kinds of things, but, man, like, I feel like someone's just really, uh, really on one. Just, like, they, they really think that it's worth putting out this game that they showed off almost a decade ago. Like, whoop. What what are you expecting out of this? Like this game is probably on old tech. It probably ain't gonna look great. Like if you yeah. started it that long ago, like how much could you have done? Like how much of the work that long ago is still relevant now? It's yeah. I mean, I guess it would depend on if they took time to upgrade the tech or move to a new engine or something. Maybe that's part of the reason why. Uh, this development has taken so long, but I'm with you though. I feel like, like at a certain point, you, you just feel have to old. you just have to eat the eat the cost and be like, you know what, we were wrong. Like we shouldn't have tried to make this game, 
or right. like we should have realized at some point that this game just wasn't going to happen. Uh, instead, they're just they're just trying to like push their way through it. Yeah, and I also just wonder what what this game would feel like and and look like compared to Dying Light, because obviously Dying Light took the Dead Island formula and just took it to the next level and. You know, apparently this new game, while it's buggy and the story seems like it really sucks, it, it everyone always says in, in all these reviews and podcasts I listen to how much fun the game is to play. So, you know, they, they have, they hit, they certainly have some very direct competition there. Plus Dying Light 2, I mean, that's, that's a four-player co-op game, you know? So, I don't know, man. This one's, this one's a weird one. And if it comes out this year, man, I'm... Not gonna say I'm pl- I'm gonna play it, but I'm very interested in it, just to see what it's like. Mm. Okay, all right. Uh, I am mildly interested in Call of Duty this year because apparently they're gonna release the new, the sequel to 2019's Modern Warfare, and a new Warzone. Both, both of them. Both games this year. I wonder if this is they're doing the new Warzone just to separate it from Modern Warfare, but also they're launching it alongside Modern Warfare. Uh, right. And I would think, you know, we talked when the Activision, uh, when they kind of, cl- the, the Bloomberg report came out about Call of Duty saying at least the next, what, three are going to be on PlayStation for sure. And Microsoft has since clarified that even more, but I remember just thinking that a Warzone 2 just doesn't make sense because of how much time people have invested in that, and I guess if there's a way that people could transfer over their their skins and their unlocks and all that stuff, um, then a Warzone 2 I could see makes sense because one, like you said, maybe they really want to truly separate it from the mainline Call of Duty entries. The, and make it its own thing, but two Warzone. I mean, I haven't played in a while, but it sounds like Warzone's kind of fucked up <laughs> in terms of just technical stuff and well, bugs. And the, the thing cheating. I was I was trying to get at is that like to play Warzone, you actually launch a Modern Warfare client, right? Exactly. So maybe right. this is how they get out of that, right? Um, as far as how fucked up Warzone is, I mean, yeah, I mean, people literally over the course of 2021 left Warzone to go play other battle royales like Apex mm-hmm. because of rampant yeah. cheating. Right. Yeah, I mean, I'll keep an eye on the Call of Duty. It might be it might be one of the last Call of Duties we ever get in PlayStation. Yeah, potentially. I mean, <laughs> if that's if, you know, Microsoft stays true to their word or what they said. Yeah. You know, who knows once they own it. And I think... I'm very intrigued by this, too. I mean, Warzone is a lot of fun to play, and I would definitely play a a new Warzone. Um, And Call of Duty, you know, Modern Warfare 2019 was just so good. I mean, that's by far my favorite Call of Duty in probably a decade now at this point, potentially. And that multiplayer is just fucking awesome. Um, Infinity War just truly nailed it, especially... uh, gun game it's always a good old time and um i mean i'm i'm looking forward to it honestly like i didn't really feel much for black ops cold war i didn't really feel much and at all for vanguard um and that that game is really kind of turned people off a little bit of call of duty just didn't sell super well um even though it was (laughs) the best-selling game of the year just compared to previous call of duty so I think this will be a nice, hopefully, a nice shot in the arm for Call of Duty again. Apparently, they're kind of redoing some tech as well for this one. So, I mean, they're probably due for it. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. new consoles are well in right now. Yep. Ah, uh, all right. Let's let's talk about the other huge first-person shooter franchise that everyone knows and almost nobody seemed to have loved. Uh, the last entry. EA has admitted that Battlefield 2042 has failed. Shocker. Um, and they're blaming Halo and COVID. Yep. 
Yep. I feel like Titanfall didn't get the sympathetic treatment. I feel like EA threw Titanfall under the bus. I feel like Battlefield Battlefield has some has some uh, protective uh, I don't know IP armor around it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Because I'm, I'm not sure if I've liked Battlefield for a while now. I haven't liked it since Battlefield One. I mean, I'm not even sure if I really liked Battlefield One. Yeah, I, I think I, I I enjoyed playing that game. Didn't even play Hardline. Obviously, Battlefield Four. I mean, that's the last one I would say I truly, truly enjoyed. Yeah, Battlefield like, that game was, was awesome. It was oh god, I love that game. Yeah, and yeah, this one's just has no interest for me, especially with it not being very good. And yeah, they're they're blaming Halo Infinite just because of how that game surprise launched like right a couple days before Battlefield twenty forty two, and it worked. <laughs> like the servers worked. It wasn't super buggy i mean yeah the game has problems had problems at launch still does now but you know when when you're launching that for free and then you launch battlefield 2042 for 60 70 bucks and it's fucked up you know yeah that that could definitely hurt the opinion i I feel like ea can't I, i don't think ea can claim to have been surprised by halo I don't think that's that's the case. I feel like someone at EA knew that he, Halo was going to launch when it did, uh, yeah. because EA has the deal with uh, had the deal with Microsoft for a free trial of Battlefield. Like you have that kind of deal. Uh, sure. You could. I think what was it? Six hours that you could play. Hmm. Of Battlefield twenty forty two, if you, if you were on Game Pass, so like. I feel like if you have those kinds of deals in place, you also know what uh, what the platform holder is planning to put out as well. Like, I feel like you should be able to have access to that kind of information. <laughs> um, at least someone there does. Right. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, a couple other things with this, too, is, yeah, they blamed work from home with COVID, and, you know, that, that impact everybody, and uh, I'm sure... Uh, with a massive game like this with, I mean, I think there was five or six teams that worked on this game. I'm sure that is very difficult to change midway through development. I mean, um, Halo turned out okay. <laughs> it did. And, and that's the thing. Like, games still turn out all right. So I, I think while it it makes sense, I, I can go, I understand that. Like, at the same time, other games have figured out how to do it. Yes, you know, maybe work mean, maybe work from home wasn't the problem. Maybe it was your implementation of how that was going to work that yeah. that was the problem. Yeah, maybe definitely. you fucked up the work from home kind of stuff rather than work from home just as just as a blanket statement being a bad thing. Because right. for a lot of a lot of uh, companies, it was it was just fine or or pretty good. Yeah, and another thing is they. They took time to update Frostbite, which is interesting to me just because of how much EA pushes Frostbite. They obviously pushed all their teams to use it, and a lot of those teams hate Frostbite. Um, Thanks for fucking but, up uh, Mass Effect, Frostbite. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and and they, they're they admitting that like Frostbite feels old, which I think just comes down to being like a, just a bad management if I was if like I'm thinking about it with EA of like why would you force your teams to use something you know is old I get you don't want to pay those those fees for using a different engine but man just doesn't make any sense and then so apparently that sucked up basically a year and a half of their development time which then also makes me think of like I'm sure they factored that time into the overall schedule for the game but they had to have known that if that took so long then you know, maybe they need six more months or whatever to really make a polished game. And but, yeah, he's a massive corporation with shareholders, and they need to make their money. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the whole push for Frostbite was like, I as soon as they started doing that, I feel like that's when like EA really began their most recent downturn. Like when they were like, right. yeah, we're gonna make everything in Frostbite. And we're going to stop licensing other software. We don't care what the studios have to say about it. This is just the policy now. Yeah. 
and, and, then and that sucked. And then they were like, okay, okay, we'll relax that. And suddenly fucking Apex Legends comes out and is like, fucking awesome. And guess what? It's not fucking on Frostbite. Right, and same with um, Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, like re- <laughs> like Respawn gets, gets their... Like, I feel like at a certain point EA started having conversations with studios about, like, why Frostbite might not be a good fit. Um, conversations they probably should have had with those studios before making the decision to push Frostbite. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's really telling that, like, EA is very react- reactive to, uh, to, like, the things happening around them rather than actually, like, going out and asking the people doing the work, like... What what's actually good for the for actually making their games, right? Yeah, and uh, another thing to me is just Dice is just on the level of Bioware to me at this point. Of yeah, I could be potentially intrigued by their games, but I don't know how anyone can sit there and get hyped over a Dice game anymore. I mean, they've just really fallen on their face recently. Just just like Bioware, you know, I'm intrigued by Dragon Age 4. I hope it's going to be good, but I can't get hyped for it, really, or super, super excited for it, because Andromeda sucked, Anthem sucked. Dice is kind of on that level, unfortunately. You know? And uh, hopefully, uh, Mr. Vince Zampella can get him on the right track, but dude's got a lot on his plate. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's go to uh, one of the other remaining independent publishers here. Uh, Ubisoft urges you to believe that they will remain independent. But Yves Gamow says that uh, they, they view any offers to buy them. I, I think... Right. I, I think they're looking to sell secretly. I think yeah. they're looking to sell. Yeah. Now... The only reason I would think they're not looking to sell, and I guess it was the because of the way it was being done and who the company was, like Ubisoft was so being against being controlled by, um, who was that, Viacom? Vivendi. Years ago? Vivendi, that's right, that's right. Um, so they were very against that, but that was more of a hostile t- takeover. They weren't really looking to sell, and then also who wants to be owned by Vivendi. Um so that, that would be my only thing, but man, I, if there's it, like yeah, they're saying that they want to remain independent and they want to maintain some growth over time. You know, they 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 talk about having more slower growth than than just rapid growth, and Ubisoft has put out you know some fine games. They make a lot of money. Um, but they also, I think, have some IP that some major players would maybe want. And if mm. they're saying that they're going to review anything, I mean, of course they are. But that, that to me, is leaving the door open. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I feel like Ubisoft, this all due respect to them, I feel like even a, uh, a Tencent could come in and buy them. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think Ten Cent's definitely a player in that market that could buy major publishers. Yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see uh, what happens to Ubisoft, uh, one of the last uh, non-platformer holder publishers. Uh, yeah, it's it's certainly yeah. uh, interesting. Like I. Me personally, I haven't really been. Uh, I don't. I don't remember the last Ubisoft game I played. I played a little bit of Valhalla, but I didn't stick with it. Uh, we played mm-hmm. some of that Rainbow Six Extraction. I don't think we're gonna stick with that. Uh, no. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, no. personally, Ubisoft's in a weird place with me. Like, I'm not sure like which of their games I should be interested in. Maybe I should go check out Riders Republic. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. And I'm even trying to think of what's coming up for them that... Skull and Bones! Skull and Bones! Skull and Bones! No, 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 no. Uh, Probably Mario Rabbids, to be honest with you. Dude, yeah. Look forward to that one. Yeah. 
that that's that's a good thing they're doing <laughs> yeah uh, i mean yeah i'm just looking at list of ubisoft games in development beyond good and evil too no it's not no let's move on no <laughs> i mean yeah i mean otherwise there's not much there that i'm excited for that's like a real fucking video game like sure they have a star wars game coming who the fuck knows when that's going to happen all these new tom clancy projects look just don't look exciting there's potential in a splinter cell remake but that's years and years and years away uh beyond good and evil 2 isn't a thing assassin's creed infinity is going to be a free-to-play live service game i'm kind of cautious about that the division heartland free-to-play live service game kind of cautious about that one skull and bones no <laughs> prince of persia sands of time remake no no <laughs> unless they really retold that game because it looked awful avatar i'm not really that into avatar although you know the game that trailer was pretty cool at e3 i mean that's kind of a wait for reviews to me that's that's it they ain't got much right now i don't know they're going to a weird place for sure ubisoft yeah the crew three no no three crew no mm, the crew three the e is a three mm, e three <laughs> no mm. <laughs> oh god let's go to the movies and tv zone because Tyler, you just love to talk about movies and TV. Tell me about Bioshock, the movie. Yeah. Is this yeah. is this going to be a James Cameron joint? Because I feel like it kind of has to be. Maybe, but uh, this you know James Cameron's too busy yeah. uh, working on Avatar until twenty thirty one or some fucking crazy nonsense. Um, yeah, well, video game movies or anything to go by this ain't coming out till 2040 <laughs> yeah um but it's so it's coming from netflix and netflix does kind of put their money where their mouth is whether it's good or bad and they make the things that they announce usually um so i don't know man i think this is going to happen I, I don't know how i feel about it i think there's certainly potential in the world of bioshock to have a really cool story in it just because bioshock's world especially rapture is just super interesting it's creepy uh and and there's a lot of like really fun and interesting stories i feel like they could tell i imagine though because of how they tease this they're probably going to do something along the lines of the first game story-wise and that's a good story, but I don't know. We'll see. Because to me, the thing about Bioshock is, one, it's very fun to play. But two, playing it and exploring that world just created such an amazing atmosphere that anything was around the corner. And, you know, it was just really fascinating. And to recreate that on, on film is certainly possible. But, you know, that's that's the vibe that got a hit to me. And... Netflix is also just very, very hit or miss with their movies. And they just they just want content. <laughs> and that's so that's what they're doing here. Great. I love to just shovel content into my eyes. Speaking of that, did you see the VF one uh Drive to Survives coming in March? Oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to that one. Oh yeah. It's gonna be spicy. Not so. coming this year, though. Uh, we got we got we got news on the Last of Us TV show. It's not it's not coming out this year. Anyone who thought it was coming out this year, no, it's not happening. Not happening in twenty twenty two. Last of Us, the TV show that doesn't that probably doesn't need to exist, especially if it's just retelling the story of the first game. Like I mean, that's a, that is my problem with video game media crossovers like when they make a tv show or a movie that's just retelling the fucking events of the game right like i don't need that stop that stop doing that no. that's that's not imaginative at all that is like that is like the low-hanging fruit that you shouldn't be picking from 
Yeah. And it's that fruit is on the ground. It is rotten. We've already we've already experienced this. (laughs) Exactly. And playing it is part of that experience too. So man, I don't know if I necessarily want this, but I'm I'm gonna watch it. I mean, Craig Mazin, who is the showrunner, I mean, that dude knows what he's doing. I mean, Chernobyl was fucking stunning. One of my favorite TV shows I've ever watched. So I think knowing he's on board, there's there's some solid potential there. Plus, the cast is pretty good. Um, but I'm with you. Like I would rather them tell a totally different story in that world. And I really wonder if they're going to change up the story at all. I mean, usually that happens. I imagine they will. Mm. Is, and is that going to be good or bad? I, I don't know. And I think the only reason why this is news right now is they did actually say that they were going to get it out in 2022. But it seems like filming's taking longer than they wanted. So it's, they're just not going to make it in 2022, which is fine. Take your time. But... Yeah. We'll see, man. Yeah. Well, it can't get much better than this. The story of No Man's Sky. When it launched, people got were just furious, were just raging out on the internet about No Man's Sky and how it didn't meet its promises. Tyler, I feel like at this point No Man's Sky has gone above and beyond the promise of what they what they what what they were originally set out to create there's another update I believe this is like the 20th update (laughs) to No Man's Sky (laughs) Um, it's called Sentinels and here's a bullet point list of uh, some features in here there's going to be a mech called the Sentinel hard frame mech Um, yeah it's 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 an enemy mech I think you've They've, you have your own mechs. They, you've had the ability to, to create your own mechs for a while. Uh, so yeah, you're going to have some mech battles. You know what? I like that. There's a visual overhaul for some weapons. Uh, some more uh, combat upgrades. Um, like different uh, mods you can put on your, on your weapons. Um, you're going to have AI robot companions. You're going to be able to reprogram your AI companions uh, and give them their own. You can you can give your AI companion a body, one of the Sentinel hard frames. There's going to be new stories, new missions, just a whole lot more shit. Yeah. This is and Sean Murray has come out and said, uh, not in this article, but he said that they're not done with No Man's Sky. <laughs> Nuts! I just. <laughs> Still blows me away. Still blows me away that all these updates are still free. Oh yeah, and somehow they're still making mo- enough money on this game to to keep this going to put these out for free. I mean, yeah, it's amazing, amazing how they've turned this game around. And they're putting this game out on the Switch somehow. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's that's nuts too. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I will wholeheartedly recommend people who were curious in No Man's Sky to go out and just buy No Man's Sky and play it because it is in a pretty good state right now. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's all the news. I'm just going to do one last scan over a video game website to make sure nothing is breaking. Um. There's Elden Ring spoilers out there, so be careful if you're on the internet and you don't want to get spoiled on uh, Elden Ring. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. That's the le- that is uh, the only thing that's come out within the last hour that we've been recording here. So uh, I think it's time to call it. Yeah. As always, if you would love to do a favor for us, just give us give us a rating, give us a review. Share us with your friends on your podcast platform of choice. Send us emails if you have questions, comments, concerns at PlayStation Report Podcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at PS Report Podcast. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. And until next time, 
Be good to each other, play your video games, and... Toto, we went motor racing.